Evolvepreneur After Hours Show, and I'm your host, Zach Davis. My mission is to help entrepreneurs make a difference and navigate the messy world of startup or relaunch. Join me today where we dig deep with our guests and get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. We want to help entrepreneurs make a real difference and navigate the messy world of startup or relaunch. Join me today where we dig deep with our guests and get you to the very best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. My very special guest today is Simon Bacher. Good morning, Simon. How are you doing? Morning, Zach. I'm, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited too. Simon Bacher is a German native who is currently living in Thailand with his wife. Together, they have started a mobile app in 2017 with a focus on language learning. Now the app has over 5 million downloads, a 4.7 rating on both the App Store and Play Store, and is growing every day. You can check out the guest's profile by clicking on their pictures at the top of this page. Now let's get started and let's discuss this revolutionary app, Ling. <laughs> so what exactly inspired you to become an application creator? Yeah, thanks, man, uh, for, for the nice introduction. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm originally from Germany, as you said, and uh, my wife, my, my back girlfriend and now wife, uh, she's from Thailand. And uh, we were together in, in, in Germany, uh, working both in, in IT jobs, um, so in, in, in consulting jobs. Uh, for I was working for a bank, and she was working for um, for Deloitte, which is a, is a consulting company. And um, so we we had uh, fun there, and um, everything was great. Uh, but then <clears throat> we on the side we worked for a little app, uh, Facebook, um, because we realized that. Um, so my wife was from Thailand, right? So and we realized back then there there weren't any any good Facebook apps for Thai for the language of Thai. Um, and, um, that's why we said, Hey, why, why don't we build our own app? I, I, I knew how to code and, uh, my wife knew the language and she also had, had the back background, technical background. Um, so we just said, okay, I'll, I'm going to code the app. It was back then it was just an Android app. Um, and she did the content and she did, uh, the, the design, which was really ugly back then, but, uh, uh we just put it on a store um and it was totally free back then um but we got some good feedback and later on we started also uh monetizing on it and so this facebook was as like made a couple of hundred euros in the beginning per month uh, or like after a few months and so we thought okay um if if we now quit our jobs in germany that would be really hard to survive on that couple of hundred euros uh, but if we go to thailand uh the living costs are so much cheaper and um you know we could survive on that first and grow it because the plan was then to not only have the thai facebook but also other languages and we thought okay if we if we make a couple of hundred euros with thai uh why why don't we just uh publish 50 more languages um and then you know then it works and that's not exactly how it worked out in the end but um it, it was Actually, now our app is, is like has 60 languages. Uh, but yeah, it took us a lot of years. So um, yeah, but it worked out. And then we just went from there. So <laughs> so how difficult was it taking your, your brainchild from idea to conceptualization 
to complete product, how, how many different steps did that involve? How many different moving pieces? Yeah, right. Actually, the project, so when I, when I said we were uh, doing it on the side, actually, it started even before that during our studies. Um, and in our studies, we, <coughs> um, we basically, we just um, had some, some, some projects in, into our, in our university. And then, so we knew, okay, we could code an app. So that was the first thing where we know, okay, like um, we always wanted to start our business. And then um, like when we saw, okay, we, we can actually do something that um, might help people by like developing it ourselves. Uh, so that was the first step. And then we thought, okay, um, what app, what are the apps out there? What is what are some opportunities? Um, and yeah, the, the, we had the idea like because my wife had it, it's kind of a special thing that we we have that uh, technology, um, and then plus uh, we have that uh, knowledge about Thai language because I wanted to learn Thai as well, just because I, I always was interested there. Uh, and then yeah we just researched the market and just saw, oh, there's this just back then. I mean, like that was seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, back then it was just like nothing good out there. And, but still people who downloaded the apps, we saw the reviews of the existing apps. And then we saw, okay, that they're not really happy with that because there's too many mistakes and then the, they don't look good. And the audio content is not as great. So we thought, okay, like we can't just do similar apps, but in, prove massively on everything they have and that's i think that was a good lesson and because um because like we saw the markets already out there but the, the products that are out there is not, are not are inferior and so we can make it better and so we didn't really reinvent the wheel or anything we just uh improved on existing stuff and that was moving forward we, we also took these lessons and use it for for more apps that we did and so that's kind of our strategy to not totally like make create a new market but uh, just look what's out there um and, and really check the check the stores because all the information is out there right like all the mm -hmm. reviews you can see there and so it's all transparent so it's very easy to just um improve on existing solutions and make them a lot better yeah yeah if just from uh reading about about the history of Ling, the ling corporation uh it's, it really sounds like you guys revolutionized an entire niche. <laughs> and just getting to see that firsthand must have been an exhilarating experience for you and your wife. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners are in the startup phase or in the very beginning phases of entrepreneurship. And getting to see success stories like yours and your wives, that is phenomenal. Especially seeing how, how Ling, the app, has shaken that entire industry. Like, huh. I mean, we're we're used to like Duolingo and stuff, but your your guys' application is right up there on the running board with Duolingo and these other big names. And that is amazing. I you guys started this in what 2017? So right, in yep. like six years, you've completely revitalized a market in a niche. That <laughs> that is amazing. Uh congratulations <laughs> on that. I'm sure Thanks, a lot man. of our uh, listeners would love to get in contact with you if at all possible and talk to you, throw ideas, bounce ideas back and forth, because truth is this entire podcast is about connecting entrepreneurs, uh, being the brainchild for entrepreneurs and getting to speak to successes such as yourself and giving hope to those who, who are just starting out. 
the next question I'd like to ask you is what do you like the most about the work you do now? Um, what I like the most is that um, there's always different things, different challenges. So it's, it's never, it's never getting boring at all. So uh, yeah, because um, like last year, we, we didn't really have any marketing, for example. Uh, we just, um, as I said, like we, we, we just put the apps out there, right? And then we got some, um, we got some organic traffic because we did some keyword research and st stuff like that. So <clears throat> before that, last year, we didn't have any marketing. But then um, we started a lot on the website doing SEO and doing uh, outreach to like increase the website traffic. So that was a big challenge there. And so we, we had, um, we also hired people for that and writers. And so like my job was in the beginning to um, set this up, to, to like learn a lot about SEO and then to actually hire people and, and let them do it as well. And, and so now um, our next challenge is that I think there's a huge, huge growth opportunity in ads. We don't really do that yet that much. We pretty much rely on organic traffic. And um, that's the next thing I, I just, now research a lot myself and also want to hand this over later to the team then. So it's, it's like, that's, that's what my job basically is. It's always st uh, starting some new um, opportunities or learn about new stuff and then hand it over to the team. And that's been working really well. And it's really a nice, uh, a nice job to have because it's, it's never, it's never getting boring. You can always learn more things. So that's, that's really what I love about that. Constantly changing, constantly adapting. I love it. I love yep. it. Um, for for you, being the success that you have made yourselves, what would be the best piece of advice you could give to somebody who is, say, just starting out? Right. So uh, first of all, um, yeah, just get started. Don't be too perfectionist because that was in the beginning my uh, my problem, actually, because I'm I'm. I'm German and Germans are often, often like really perfectionists and want to make it uh, great. And I, um, you know, I, I was also the engineer part. I was the, the developer. So what I did was like, okay, we created the app. And for me, um, yeah, we created the app on the side in the beginning, right? And and we even published it while we just um, doing it on the side. And so I was the one who always didn't want to launch because I thought it wasn't ready. And we had some bugs and we had, it just didn't look as good as the apps, honestly, like in the beginning, it didn't even look at as good as the apps that were already out there. So, <clears throat> but my wife basically just <laughs> said, like, let's go, let's just launch. Like, what's the what's the big deal? And I did like, oh yeah, we had to prepare all these steps like to in order to launch. But then it, I think with me, it wouldn't have launched for a long time. So she just threw it out there, and that was so good because we got that early feedback. So we actually um, realized that we could uh, promote the app on Facebook basic back, back then. Like, it was just like uh, throw out like some, some in some Facebook groups, um, the link and say, Hey, let's, the app is totally free. Just try it out. And what do you think? And the first book, the first feedback that we got is yeah, cool. But um, because we also promote a lot of in Germany and then, yeah, the cool, the app is in English. I don't understand the English. So please translate it. Uh, so that, then we just translated the app in German. And that was actually the big market in the beginning then in, up like in, in german like from from german to thai um and so this was one early feedback and would we have waited for a year and make it perfect then probably 
the users wouldn't even have cared about it, how great the app looks, uh, but they cared more about the content. And we wouldn't have known about that if we would have just waited a long time. So that's why I just, just put the product out there and don't, um, don't wait too long. And then another thing that we learned down the line was that we did a lot of different apps in the beginning. We did actually we also did a, have a yoga app. We have a, a badminton court, an app for for booking badminton courts. We have um, a different language learning apps and even party apps. And but we just realized that I mean it's fine to to just have a lot of different projects and, and see what and just figure out on a way what's what's works but then at some point you have to focus and right now we just saw okay ling app is is growing so fast and the other apps they are fine but they are just stable um and they they don't have that much of an opportunity or like growth potential uh so we just thought okay let's just drop all the other apps I mean, they're still out there now but uh we don't actively uh, do with uh, do anything with them uh, just focus on that one thing because there's there's like a huge market there. there's a billion market there uh, just in there right so it's like uh there's definitely enough growth opportunity uh to um if you just focus on one big thing instead of like doing like a lot of different things at the, at the same time it's that's taking life by the horns right there and just <laughs> putting yourself out there don't be afraid of failure i mean if Einstein didn't fail a thousand times, we wouldn't have the light bulb we have today. I mean, that's Correct, that's all yes. about that passion to pursue. I mean, perfection comes in time, but once you have a product, once you have an idea, it's really just about putting yourself out there and being willing to accept a little failure for greater success later on. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so what's working for you right now to attract bigger business to your app to bring more besides like Facebook mm -hmm. and whatnot, what kind of like SEOs are you running? What, what's your framework for right. driving traffic? Right. So, so first of all, the, in the app store and the play store, the most important thing is, is ASO. It's called like SEO search engine optimization for the web and ASO app store optimization for Android and iOS, just because it is very, easy to do or it's not it's not easy but it's 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 like cheap because it's like you don't have to run any ads or anything so what happens is you just have to uh, constantly work on the keywords because in ios um i don't i don't know how how um technical your audience is but yeah, in ios what what happens is that you have uh, a keyword field with 100 characters and so you can have a couple of words there uh, that you want to rank for and then so you have to tweak that so you can't you can't just like put out the keywords and then you leave it there you have to always after a few weeks or maybe once every one or two months you have to like tweak and see <coughs> if you change these keywords or you change maybe the subtitle what's the different what, what will be the the different in downloads and what will the difference uh in rankings um of the app so that's one one thing and 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 I am a Play Store and a, on an Android Play Store, it's similar. So that's that's the biggest uh, part of the strategy. So that we can literally just get organic downloads, like someone searches for Learn Thai, so uh, and, and on on the Play Store, so we pop up on the first on the first spot. So that that gives us a lot of downloads just from there. Um, and then yeah, as you said, we we also started SEO a lot. Um, 
which is a totally different thing. But so in SEO, we we focused a lot of um, to make the the content great. Uh, we have we basically started because we have sixty languages to learn, right? And so what we we started with the ones that uh, give us the most revenue, uh, like type like we had, our our uh, uh, focus is the Southeast Asian languages and Eastern European languages because these are low competition and uh, um and good um and still good markets and uh, so yeah also very hard to learn exactly exactly but we also have writing games for for like making this easier but anyway um so um for for this uh so we started with these target languages um and um created a lot of content on on like grammar or um for the languages or how to learn a language, how to say thank you in that language and so on. Um, and just create a lot of content on that. And that brought some organic traffic. And then we start also doing some link building uh, because what's cool is that, uh, yeah, you, you really might not know it, but um, we are in, in Thailand, right? And in, in, in a town called Chiang Mai in the north of Thailand. And there's an amazing opportunity, an amazing community of SEOs, actually, because there's a huge conference organized every year. Um, and that didn't happen during COVID, but before then, I think it will might happen this year as well. And um, they have this amazing little opportunity there uh, as a community there where they meet every, every week um, and, and talk about SEO stuff. And so I last, last year, I just joined that SEO group and... I learned so much about SEO uh, back then, link building, because these people all have their own websites and uh, they do like different businesses as well. Uh, and and so this is this has been so good. And then so I just joined these groups and um, yeah, like that. That's why we focus a lot more now on on this SEO and link building. And we also do outreach. So so what what another thing, a little thing was happening is that since we got these um, like more traffic on the website. Actually, um, companies also search for us now because, like these these representative and companies, if they want to, for example, um, have a language learn app for the whole company, something like that, right? That, they, that everyone in the company uses or factory workers use the app for for learning a language. They don't search in the app store for that, right? They search always on the web. And before that, we didn't we didn't pop up even if we had the best learn tire or whatever language. Uh, we didn't pop up there because we didn't do the SEO, but now they, they actually find us organically as well. And they just contact us. Hey, don't you want to do a partnership where our people learn, uh, you know, our factory workers, for example, learn English from, from Serbian or something because no other app has that. And, and that is also some, some new thing that, that came from, from this, um, you know, from this SEO and from, from the traffic building that we did in the, on the website. Okay. Okay. So uh, currently in the next 12 months, where do you envision? Yeah. Are you going to stick with uh, the Ling audio app mm -hmm. or are you going to branch out and attempt a different style of app in the next 12 months? Where do you see the position, your position? Right. Um, actually, that's why I said, actually, we, we even, we, we did other apps before, right? And um now we, we actually narrow down and focus only on links. So in the next 12 months, I don't see us just creating a new, totally new app. Um, <clears throat> so we really uh, make 
that app a lot better. And so we have a big roadmap for that. So how, what, what we do in the next 12 months. So, so one thing is, for example, that, um, that we always interview our users. Also, we start that like that we interview at least one user every week um, to just know exactly what the users want and not just like seeing the numbers and analytics because also important really to talk to users. And so one of the feedbacks that we got is that, uh, okay, I, I learned the language, um, but then after a few weeks, I forget what I learned in the beginning, right? Like, uh, and so this is one um, thing that we really work on right now to make a really um, an, uh, module in, inside the app <coughs> to, so, to, to make the users, to enable the users to review, uh, effectively review um, previous lesson that reminds you, okay, like that lesson you, you did really well like a couple of weeks ago, but now um, it's time to review that exact lesson. And then we also have like word strengths, like uh, how, how strong is that knowledge of that word? And, and then you have a list of words. And so there's a lot of things we do around that review, um, which we will do in the next couple of uh, months. Another interesting thing is that um, <clears throat> our app is right now not available in China because of the great firewall and we use we use Google products uh, in order for the backend. Um, and so so like they block Google, right? So um, that's another thing that we try to like uh, have a proxy for example, right? Or, or like not sure how we do it exactly technical, but <clears throat> to basically um, enable, make it possible for users to, to also download the app in China because we, ha we do have another app uh, that Facebook that we have that that is actually available in China and that's our second biggest market for that Facebook and so we lose out huge traffic from for Ling by not being there in, in China so um, this is another very big uh, you know thing on the roadmap program now and maybe the third one is um, not, hopefully it's not too long right now but the third one is that um, uh, that we have contact with Apple and we have kind of ambitions to be on, in some countries to be on, um, um, get maybe the price that there's like a design price that they have uh, every year for certain apps. Um, and also they, they have like features, you know, features on the app store. And so we are in contact with Apple there um, and they give us tips like how to, um, how to make the app so that like how, how to increase, improve the features and make the app uh, design better um so that that we get better chances to be featured and and one of the things is that they gave us the tips to, to have a widget you know like an uh, an app, apple widget to like uh, <clears throat> uh that, that like you can see the progress for example learning progress right there when you open your phone you don't have to go even inside the app so it, it shows you the learning progress or you so shows you the streaks that you have in the app there are a lot of different things we can do with widgets <clears throat> and that's another thing that we do and we also did a huge redesign of the app which isn't even live yet uh but that, that's also Ooh. one of the things so yeah that's, that's a lot of different yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that's juicy now now you got me intrigued a whole <laughs> redesign of the app yeah yeah, that, that's um, and, and when I mentioned that focus, right, where we saw, okay, we want to really focus on the only on the Ling app. What we saw, uh, if you go now on lingapp.com, it looks nice. It's a nice, it, it's a nice page, but it's it hasn't been re. We basically just created that website 
uh, yeah, four years ago. And then we didn't really adjust it that much. So um, then we really looked into branding. So what, like, how can we do like, uh, because I think branding is, is so important. Um, also Google actually, um, like if, if like Google, um, if a lot of people search Ling app or Ling as a name, the name of the brand, and then they find you on that website uh, and they find you and they play with the app, Google sees that as a signal and they see, oh, you are actually not just, not just uh, a website, you are actually a brand. People search for your brand name, and that gives also a big push on both uh, uh, on the rankings on the App Store and the and uh, the website as well. So we thought more like, how can we make this a brand where people really recognize? And and one of the things was that um, the monkey that we have, um, um, maybe you noticed like the monkey on the mm -hmm. in the app, right? And that's cute, but <clears throat> it's a little bit. Uh, also, people approach us and say, "Hey, um, is this app for children?" And so, so like it is great, but it's um, it's a little bit, you know, for the target audience, because the target audience is <laughs> put put an NFT up there. People will flood your site. <laughs> oh right, yeah. This is also that, that's another thing that we 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 thought about actually. <laughs> But um, that's, a, that's a really big nowadays. <laughs> Just toss up an NFT up in the corner. People will flood to your site. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I will, that, that's a good good tip, actually. We'll, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different things, right, we, you can do. But anyway, like, um, basically, we, we, we still keep the monkey, but it looks now a lot, a bit more mature, still, still playful, but more mature. And then we also changed the font. We changed the entire look of the website. Uh, but and and because also the color scheme, it's right now it's it's really yellow, uh, which people recognize. But then in the app, some people were a little bit uh, like, okay, if I used the app a long time, um, I don't really that yellow is like too too bright. So we make it a little bit less bright. We still have like orange, but now it looks just so much more professional. I mean, I I can't really show it right now because it's not live yet, but it will go live probably in a month. Um, and then yeah, I think it will be much. You know, it just looks so much better, and and uh, that that's like, yeah, a big thing we have been working on. We actually have been recreating the app actually from scratch as well because, um, in you with that new design as well. But but uh, we actually, as I said, we create the entire code again from scratch as well because that that happens with the with apps is, um, at some point because we got you get a lot of different new technologies always. And then you started them. We started them like we started Ling like four, three or four years ago. And then there's a lot of old technology still in there. And it, it, on over time, it gets hard to maintain if you always change stuff. And so we just thought, wow, the developers right now, they're not that happy anymore about that code. So we just uh, said, hey, let's just because we want to focus on that. Let's just make everything clean and recreate the entire app from scratch. And now it's a lot faster than it was before. It's it's much more smooth. And uh, yeah, um, that, that's been actually also a great decision. Just redo the whole app. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing Ling in virtual reality. Uh, <laughs> thank you everybody who joined us and listened today. This has been Simon Bach with Ling Company. This has been Zach, your host. Uh, you can find my podcast, Do the Impossible. Or you can listen here on Evolve Entrepreneur. Thank you again, Simon. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'll see you after the interview. Thanks, man. It was great. <laughs>